What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Wizards of Gallery Place podcast. Vernon and Damo back on the show. We're coming off a one-in-one week for the Wizards since the last time that we recorded. They were able to beat the uh, the Knicks, and then we came back uh, at home and got whooped by Philadelphia. So some good and some bad to talk about, but uh, what's kind of your your vibe after this last week? Um, it, this team will go as well as they shoot and defend. Like, it just seems the two big Achilles heels here are, you know, they can't be a bad defending team and a bad shooting team from three-point and free throw. Uh, they have to figure out a way to do both better or do one of them at an elite level um, on a nightly basis else. They're just going to be kind of 500, sub 500 for the rest of the year. Uh, and that'll have them maybe, you know, six seed, maybe playing, playing level, and then they'll lose in the first round. Yeah. Um, let me pull up the other box scores here real quick from this past week, just so I have them. But yeah, I mean, the. The win against the Knicks was um, a solid one. Corey Kispert obviously had a big night with, I think he had, what, 20 points? Yep, 20 points, uh, four or five from three, uh, which really did not uh, stick last night against Philadelphia. Um, Aaron Holiday, big game. Kyle Kuzma, double-double, 18 and 10. Montrose Harrell, 15. Uh, with A game without Bradley Beal, so... Um, the Wizards were able to go into New York and get a win against a team that is struggling for sure. You know, uh, again, I, I make fun of the Knicks all the time on here because they, my God, I, I have no idea what happened with them. Um, but they still have a good roster. You know, I mean, um, RJ Barrett played right or did he not? No, RJ Barrett did not play. Um, but they still had Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson. Um, uh, who's the guy they have playing point right now? Alec Burks, you know, Kemba Walker, obviously, 44-9, and they got it. It didn't even lead with that. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that was a good win, though, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of, like, it, it was a good win, but it's kind of like, you know, it's hard to take anything away from it because the Knicks are bad. And then we shot, I mean, we shot lights out. Like, you're going to win. We're going to win if we shoot 40% from three and we hit 16 threes. Like, I think on the season, we've hit 15 plus threes, like, only four times. No, three times. Three times. And one, one of them was the Knicks. The other one was the Heat at the Heat and then against the Pacers. Like, so, if we're going to hit threes like that, we're going to win. Um... But it's just like, is that is that the real Wizards team? Like, that's not, I don't think that's a sustainable formula. Like, that's kind of fluky. Like, we got to find a way to win games, you know, with the identity that we have or, or changing the identity to something that works is more sustainable because it ain't going to be making 16 threes. Like, we're not that team. Uh, Wizards Sixers, if you look at the standings right now, it looks like we're going to be kind of going back and forth right now for that six seed, which I think it's pretty safe to assume at that point. Now, something could happen, but based off what we know now, I would say that the teams that are in the top five right now are not going to come down from there. 
So I think that the only real seed left that is going to be up for grabs is six before you start getting into play in territory. And there are a lot of teams uh, that are going to be in this six seed competition. Let me pull up the Eastern Conference standings real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, it, unless the Cavs come back down to earth, which who knows, they, they might, but I mean, they're, they're playing some good ball right now. Um, the Bulls are still winning even without like their entire roster, which is so like weird to me. Um, the Bucks are not going to come down. The Heat are not coming down. So really, the only seed that is left is that six seed before you avoid the play. And then you're going to have the Sixers that are in that mix. You're going to have the Hornets, uh, the Celtics, the Hawks, and then maybe the Raptors. But that's a big crowd for everyone that's going to be trying to get that six seed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a gauntlet. Um, you got basically, I would say probably, uh, you probably got what, eight teams? No, no, I would say about seven teams trying to get, what, three spots uh, between six and eight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a gauntlet, man. It's going to be a gauntlet. And they all kind of in that same like talent pool. So, you know, us, so the Wizards, the the Sixers, the Hornets, um, the Celtics, who I'm missing? The Hawks. Uh, am I missing somebody? Did you uh, say Charlotte? I said Hornets, yep. Okay, Hornets, Celtics, Hawks, Sixers, Raptors. Raptors. Yeah, Raptors. And like, the yeah. And then the Knicks. Yeah, they're all going to be playing... You know, trying to get trying to get into that lat, you know, six through eight. Um and yeah. so the Wizards are gonna have to play gonna have to win the games they're supposed to win. Um so we'll see how it goes. And for that Philly game last night, like I put in our group chat as soon as Philly put out their starting lineup and we saw officially who was gonna be suiting up. You know, I'm like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get fried, but so I figured this was gonna happen. Uh I didn't think that the third quarter and the second quarter would be as bad as they were but i mean something had to give somewhere um and it's really disconcerting for me with the with with the offense at this point and i think this is sort of becoming like a theme for this team where the offense is okay for the most part but then they'll just have these like six seven minute droughts where they can't get anything and it's not even just like they're missing shots it's like they legit just forget how to play offense and it's i don't know how you fix that? Uh, I mean, it's hard to judge. I mean, last night, I mean, you know, they're missing Bo, KCP, and Neto, who are probably their two best. They're, they're probably their three best offensive players from a, you know, attacking, shooting, scoring standpoint. Like, so not to have them, it hurts. It, it really hurts. Like, you really saw that. You're going to see that when they play quality teams. Like, so it's hard to judge based off of last night. But I, I you're right, though. Like, they have so many stretches where they go three, four, five minutes without a bucket. And it, it doesn't make any sense to me because you have a lot of guys that I feel like can get you 10 to 20 points on any given night. So how is it that you struggle 
to score 100 points regularly. Like, I just don't, I don't understand it. And I think, I think the biggest part of it is that they continue to run a slow-paced game, game plan, so they don't get easy transition buckets. Um, and they play this half-court game, and their half-court stuff don't work. Um, and it's reliant on them making shots, and they don't make shots. And now they ain't even making free throws. So it's like you, you're, you're. I mean, you don't get transition points. You can't make open threes. You can't make free throws. Well, where the hell are you gonna score? Do you think that egos are getting in the way of success for this season so far? Because you have pointed out like how Kuzma at the beginning of the season was like joking about the sets. And then Montrez was um, tweeting out cryptic stuff, which everyone can be like, Oh, he may just be talking about that. No, he, he was frustrated. Okay. Um, th- this isn't the first time that he's done this. He, he was frustrated with his role at one point, um, you know, and understandable for a veteran, but here's how I look at it. We were playing Wes's brand of basketball at the beginning of the season and we were 10 and 3. We had a little bit of a rough stretch, you know, and everyone I feel like started to panic and then it seemed like we came out and we started playing more of like we we've been playing a completely different style of basketball lately. And it hasn't been leading to wins. And I wonder if that's because the players were getting frustrated with the the heavy defense, not a whole lot of offense system. And now that the players like kind of got what they wanted per se, the the results still are not there. So I'm wondering, is this a West thing or is this like a players complain too much and it's an ego thing? And now this is to where we're at now because we're not even playing defense anymore. Like we play it in stretches, but I feel like we're we're not even that really good of a defensive team right now. And then you mix that in with not really being able to put up numbers on the offensive end. And well, I mean, that's why we're not winning games. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think to start the year, they were really boning up defensively. Um, And it was just kind of like, you know, we're going to create offense off of turning you over, get one shot, we get the rebound. And then we go get a good shot on the other end, either at the rim for a layup or we get fouled and we shoot and make free throws. Um, so even during that time, they were a poor three-point shooting team. They were still eking out wins, especially in the clutch. You know, those key five-point swings, like, we executed. We got stops, and then we got a quality layup, foul, free throw, um, and then sometimes a three occasionally. Uh, so that was a working formula. And then, like like you said, I think they hit kind of like a lull when they were kind of kind of playing like 500-ish ball. And I think that's where the kind of like the doubt crept in, like guys uh, kind of pulled back in their in their faith in, in the system and what was working. Um, and I think they kind of started to go into their their, you know, their normal habits. Like it's second nature to kind of go to what you're accustomed to doing. And then you start seeing KCP kind of doing more outside of his normal role. See Kuzma trying to press to do more. You see. Bill trying to be a point guard. You see Dinwiddie just out of it, just just giving the ball up and just going to the corner. Like, 
you know, you got you had guys doing stuff that they just not supposed to be doing. Um, and then Trez's role kind of diminished and he wasn't playing at MVP level. So now it's like, okay, well, what what are we doing? Everybody out here kind of just trying to do their own thing. And now you're not defending because you're missing shots. You don't like your offensive role. And so now you bottom five in, in both categories. <laughs> so which which means you're going to quickly find your way in the lottery and not in the play in or playoffs at all. So uh, I, I think I think Wes kind of needs to put on his big boy pants and define roles. And I've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. I just think he's got guys doing stuff that they should not be doing. I know everybody wants like this equal opportunity offense where everybody can dribble, everybody can play make, everybody can shoot it, everybody can get 15 plus points. But some of these guys not good enough for that. I'm going to just keep it real, man. Some of these guys don't have the ability to be that type of player. Um, I think there needs to be a set hierarchy and how this offense flows top down. Um, I don't think it should just be Bill taking 20 shots and then everybody else kind of get in where they fit in. Nah, like I think it should be a clear hierarchy and at the top of it should be Bill, Trez, and Dinwiddie. Um, and they need to flow from that and everybody needs to kind of embrace their role and he needs, and West needs to shorten the lineup. He needs to shorten the rotation, man. Like, you're just not going to be able to play 10, 11 guys. Like, somebody going to be mad. It, it is what it is, man. Like, are you trying to win games or are you trying to placate egos? Right. And I think that's where it was, again, it's not like I, I didn't want Wes Unsell Jr. because I did, like, he was number one on my board. But it was always really puzzling to me that you didn't at least try to go for um, a veteran coach. You know, not that you had to get, like, um, a, a terrible, like, retread who is who's had an opportunity like three or four times and is not good but like you need someone i feel like with, with this type of roster who has like a strong voice and a strong pull and can have that you know not that west doesn't have a good demeanor because he does but sometimes i feel like maybe it's he's not assertive enough with guys in the locker room because he doesn't want to irritate anyone because he doesn't want to lose the locker room but by not saying anything and allowing this to go on i mean in a way he is responsible for what's going out there on the floor and he is responsible for the losing basketball. Now, I don't know for sure if that's what's going on, you know, this could all just be a guess, but I would bet that that's kind of what happened here. Yeah, I I think, yeah. I mean, he's a first time head coach and he doesn't really have like that cachet experienced head coach, as an assistant, like I think you have mentioned, they have uh, Mike Miller on the sideline, but I think he was an interim for a couple of months. Like they don't have like a guy yeah. that's like like a, a lifer head coach that's been around the block a few times, that's dealt with veterans before. They don't have that on the staff. And even Q mentioned they don't even have a former player coach on the staff. Um, so you got guys that's just kind of, you know, this is their first rodeo. And, you know, do you rock the boat? Do you not? Do you kind of protect your own job security? Like, what do you do? They're, they're trying to figure that out. Um, and, and I think you're, you're seeing that. So, like, I'm not saying Wes needs to be kind of like this Tibbs type 
you know, my way or the highway type guy. Um, but I do think he needs to be very clear on what he expects from each individual player and, 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 and stand on that. Like, and if you're not doing it, you're not willing to do it, you're going to sit your ass on the bench. If you don't defend, first and foremost, you on the bench, period, point blank. Um, so I could tell you all break immediately who going, who going to the bench just off of that alone. <laughs> um, and then, and then you flow from there, man. Like if you, if you expect Kyle Kuzma to kind of, uh, play a role and, 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 uh, play good basketball and kind of play within himself, the moment his ass take one of them stupid ass fadeaway, uh, step back mid range shots. I'm sitting his ass down. <laughs> like, well, you're going to sit right over here next to me to think about that. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. like, it's just no, man. Like, you got guys just doing, like, out there freestyling, doing stuff that they know damn well they they didn't make a career on doing. That's not what you're good at doing. So why are you doing it? Don't think you could come to Washington and, and find some newfound ability or game that you could show the world. Like, no, man. Play your role. Yeah, I, I think that's the the roles like you were saying it, and you explained it well with guys doing things that they weren't really doing at the beginning of the season. We're starting to see that more and more now, and it's like they're they're getting away from themselves. And to me, as players, it's like you're shooting yourselves in the foot because you saw what the winning basketball was like at the beginning of the season, and you know for one reason or another. You guys got away from that. And I understand it's frustrating. Like, and I said this last night in our group chat, you know, when coaches keep preaching, play defense, play defense, play defense, but then you're not getting yours on the other end. And um, you're not, it's, you know, it makes you not want to put in as much effort. So like, I, I get it from a player perspective, but at the same time, like you are paid adults who get paid to do this. If your coach wants you to, defend and defend perhaps you should do that and if you're missing shots on the other end you know i mean perhaps you know you guys could just play better offense you know i, I think for a lot of this i know a lot of people have been beating wes up for that and i don't think that his system is perfect again i think his system is in a way too compacted that doesn't allow a lot of spacing in some instances but a lot of the time like guys just miss shots and to me that's not a reason to give up playing on the other end because you know, that's like, that's, and it's not anyone's fault. Like, I don't want to blame shooting on anyone, but like, that, that's y'all's problem that you guys can't make shots. That That's not Wes's problem. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think, I think some of the players, maybe they're thinking like, you know, I don't know when I'm going to see the ball again. So when I get it, it's going up. <laughs> if, I, if I feel like I got an inch of space, I'm, it's going up, man. If I got a slight angle, it's going up because I might not see this again. Um, I, I need that. I need that that kind of incentive so I can go down on this other end and really slide my feet on the defensive end. Um, and then I think just some of it, man. It'd be nice if you had uh, more veterans that were really like known as defensive guys, like because I feel like KCP is really the only vet on this team that's a defensive guy. Um, yeah. like your best defenders are your young guys, uh, Denny and Gafford, <laughs> like, um, you know, Bill has been better this year, but he's not like a stopper. Nobody's ever going to accuse Bill of being a stopper. Um, yeah. Kuzma tries, but I, I don't think Kuzma is a 
particularly good defender, especially on man, man to man. Like he be getting cooked up to me. Um, Trez, we know he's horrible in pick and roll. He get picked on. Berton's horrible. Uh, you know, Kispert, he's a rookie. Like he's still trying to find his way. Um, you know, so they don't really have a veteran. Like they don't have a Draymond on this team. That's like you here, you here, and he's holding all of these guys accountable for that. And he's also an All NBA level defender himself. They don't, they don't have that. So they got to do it as a group. And I don't think Denny has built up the cachet yet to kind of scream on guys. Um, well, I think but, we saw that last night. Yeah, and I and I don't even really know what Bertans was mad at. I think because when I watched it back, like Denny was to set like a pin down screen for him. Yeah. And the screen he set wasn't that good. So Bertans right. didn't get a clean look. And I think that's what he was mad about. Um, yeah. But, I mean, if I'm Denny, man, I, I'd have been like, man, you kissed my ass. <laughs> straight up, man. Like, straight up. The way your ass been up, been playing this year? Come on, man. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. But, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, he doesn't really come from a – a position or a stance of authority because he's only a second year guy who, uh, you know, up to this recent stretch of ball, you know, had been struggling a little bit himself, he, even though he played defense and has been doing that all season. But, um, you know, it, it's not like he comes from like, he's not like a nine, 10 year NBA veteran who has like some all NBA um votes under his belt and has been on like the all defensive team has been a multiple time all-star and things like that so yeah yeah um, who's the guy that's gonna hold them accountable on that end um i i don't know who that guy on this team is you would uh, hope it would be trez but in that regard like the he is like and i understand he only makes nine mil and and he's expiring and all that i get it but his <clears throat> his like uh come back to earth i guess you could call it is the, the, the biggest reason for me why this team has taken such a big hit. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, but, but did we think that that was sustained? Like, did we think Trez was going to be a top 10 MVP performer all year? Oh, but can you act like you care at least for more than, like, 50% of the time? Like, he would have games there where he just looked completely mentally checked out. And it, and it was, like, there were still games when he did that, and it's like his role hadn't even been diminished at that point, and he was still putting up good games, and all of a sudden, he just stopped caring. And it's like, dude, like you were kind of the engine that was making it. Like, you were on MVP charts. Like, you were there. Everyone was talking about buying your jersey. That th this, And it's not because like he was putting up 40-point nights with 15 rebounds and 7 blocks. Like, it was just because he was a good energy guy and did little things, but most importantly, was a leader and an energizer for this team. And all of a sudden, it just kind of went away. Yeah, I think with Trez, man, like, he's an emotional guy. Like, I think, I mean, he said it in that in that athletic article. Like, you know, he wants to be able to touch the ball, to get in rhythm, to, to have that feel to go out and go play on both sides of the ball. Um, and even on the 10-3 stretch, he was getting mo we didn't run plays for him. He was getting most of his touches off of offensive glass, uh, or or maybe a pick and roll and he'd get a dump off, or somebody would miss a shot, he'd grab it, dunk it back on him. Um, it wasn't like we were running sets for him, you know. And then I think as the offense kind of teetered off, I think maybe he was expecting that. Like, okay, I've earned 
that right now. Like y'all can really feature me, and it never happened. And then and then once he got like benched that time, forget what game it was because he just was horrible. He was getting destroyed on pick and rolls. I think that that's when you saw the tweets. So it's like you know, and then since then, I don't think he's ever really been the same guy, man. Like um, you'll see it for spurts, but you don't see it like a consistent. 25 30 minutes from him that he played so uh yeah i don't know man i don't know i i, I feel like they need a players only meeting i said that a few times earlier but I, I feel like they need that man to just get it all out <clears throat> define the roles accept the roles or if you're not going to accept them let's sit your ass down or we can move you You can find somewhere else to send you but uh they got they got to do it man because I'm, I'm tired of seeing you know guys trying to do stuff that they never have done before. Like, like, dude, you, you've never, you didn't do that with the Lakers. You ain't do that with the Clippers. Like, why, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Stop. Yeah. I, my thing is if they hold a players only meeting, who's going to be the voice of that? Because I, Beal doesn't seem like the type of guy that's going to do that. If we're going to let Trez do it, I'm not sure that's the best idea either. Just because again, he's more, emotional i feel like than than maybe logical and more of a calm voice in the room who can kind of honestly assess what's going on i mean honestly looking at the roster i feel like the guys to do that would probably be either kcp or kuzma and i'm not sure if either of those guys do it that that's gonna you know carry a whole lot of weight so that's my concern is if they hold the players only meeting who's the one holding guys accountable if brad's not doing it i feel like on the offensive side, it would be Beal. And on the defensive side, it should be KCP. I mean, because to me, those are the two guys that I think have actually built up cachet in the league on those sides of the ball. Um, KCP, he's a champion. He 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 won literally playing defense and hitting threes. Um, and that's kind of what you need to flow down to the rest of your wing group. Um, and then Beal, obviously, 30-point-per-game, all-NBA player, like, yeah, like, he needs to lead on that end um, offensively and hold guys to account there as far as playing their role, playing inside of themselves, like not trying to do too much. Um, I, I think yeah. it needs to be them two, and then they're best friends. So it's not like I'm sure their basketball minds aren't far apart as far as what they want to see from this team. Um, so I, I think it needs to be them. My own, is if Beal's not that assertive and like Trez is emotional and all that, like I can see this turning into like a a blaming Bertans, Denny, and Kispert fest, and it's just like that. Those are like the the biggest cop outs that fruit, you could go that's to low, for this. Yeah, that's that's the low hanging fruit, and then Denwitty just in the corner counting counting Bitcoin and shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, he just seems he just seems like just a you know. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Too cool for school type yeah. guy. Like yeah. he is not about to jump in the fray with all that. Uh, so I I don't know, man. I, I they need to do something, man, because I'm just tired of the basketball I've been watching since that ten three start is not good basketball, man. It's just not, and they need to they need to fix it. They have the capability to do it, man, but they like I said, they got to find, and it's gonna get even harder once Rui and TB get back. Yeah, because like, yeah. then you're gonna so more people are gonna be pissed. Yeah, what's gonna happen when when Kuzma only play eight nine minutes because Rui got it going? Right. You know, Rui and Denny are playing defense and they hitting shots, and you only you only get ten minutes. What's gonna happen? 
Oh, I guess this is where you package guys in and try to go get someone else. And like, I hate to say it, and I know it bothered some people, but you're probably looking at a three center rotation when Thomas Bryant gets back. And you know, that's probably going to piss Trez off a little bit. Yep. I'm anticipating it. So and I, I, you can't, I'm sorry. You can't play either Trez or Brian at the four. They're not power forwards. They're just not like, everyone's like, Oh, you can put Brian at the four. That, that, that's not happening. He doesn't have the skill set to be a four. I hate when people say this all the time. He's not a four. Montrose Harold does not have the skill set to be a four. He's not a four. He's an undersized five. Thomas Bryant, slightly undersized five. They're fives. It is what it is. Like I, I hate when people like always try to be like, oh, just put him at the four. Like that just magically happens. Like no. Like in, in the modern NBA, to be a four, you need a certain type of skill set in order to do that. And neither of those guys possess the skill set or body type or physical abilities, quickness wise, and that sort of stuff to be able to do that. Like that, they they can't do that. I ain't even worth discussing, man. No. Like, it's just like if, if if them dudes is fours, then we might as well put uh I don't know, we could put Kisper at point guard. Shit. Fuck right. it. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> oh man. All right. Oh, do you think we'll see Rui in any of these games this week? I know Wes probably said he doubts it. Oh, I guess we could touch on Rui before we get on the games real quick. Do you at all find this odd that he's suiting up and not playing? Now I said not really. Because I think if they're truly trying to go about this the right way and make sure you take your time, because you got to remember too, it's not like he came off an injury and is like, um, you know, ready to go now and he should be playing. Like, no, like, now you can call this whatever you want. You chose to leave your team and and not come back. You know, I mean that that means something, whether it was for legit reasons or not, like you chose to left the team. So it's not like you should be handed something now because you had a mental breakdown or whatever it was. And now all of a sudden you just get to come back and play. Do you know how bad that would look to the other guys on the team, to, to the, to Kuzma, to Trez, to Bertans, like that would look really, really bad. If he was like, okay, I'm all good now. I'm happy. And then like, you just come back right away and you get 28, 33 minutes a night. Like, you know, no, no, for sure. You can't do that. Um, he's going to have to earn it. He's going to have to earn it because it's a whole new group of guys. Like, they didn't play with you last year. Uh, you know, they only go off of what they seeing right now. And right now, they just seen you a couple shoot-arounds in practice. So he's going to have to earn that, man. Um, I think the team, the only explanation I got is the team is kind of trying to make Rui and Thomas Bryant's returns as close t- together as possible. Um I don't really see why they're still, other than that, I don't really see why they're still keeping him out for as long as they have. I mean, if he's healthy, he should play. And from everything we've seen and read, like, he's physically healthy. So, yeah, ramp him up, get some wind under him, and then send him out there for, like, 10, 15 minutes. I don't yeah, see that- what the deal is. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Put him in for like one seven-minute stretch in the second quarter or something like that. And if he didn't play that well, or you know, you wanted to get a different look in the second half, then whatever. But especially um, some of these damn games, they've been getting blown out. They're down by twenty right. in the mid quarter, mid fourth quarter. Throw his ass in there. Right. Right. Um. All right. On to the games for this week until we talk next. Let me pull it up here. 
Okay, so not a fun uh, slate of games this week. We have Miami on the road. Then we have Cleveland and Chicago both at home. Uh, this is not fun. This is against uh, three of the top five teams in the Eastern Conference. So a good chance here to, to pick up some ground, but I have a feeling that this is not going to be a very fun week for the Wizards. Uh, Miami, first game this week. I mean, our dealing... Okay, boss. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely have that as an L too. So Okay. Um versus Cleveland. I'm gonna go loss on this one too. Court too nasty, man. That's an L. And then versus Chicago. So here's the catch with Chicago. How many guys are they gonna have back by then? Right. Because I think Lonzo Ball just went into protocols. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, is Levine still in protocols? Not sure. I don't know. Either way, sure. um, I really would like to give them a win here, and I think they could win this game. Yeah, I'm going to say they have an anomaly shooting game night again, and they, shoot, they make 14, 15 threes here, and they win. So I'll put that as a W. Okay. Um, to, to be different, I'll put loss. Uh, you had them losing four straight. <clears throat> uh, they've already done it once this season. Why can't yeah. they do it again? So. They surely can do it again, for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So we both have loss for the Miami-Cleveland game, and then you have a win for the Chicago game. I was going to put a win for that, um, but I'm just trying to think. That, I don't know. I'm going to leave a loss, but. Oh, well. Um, anything else you got before we... Uh, have we heard anything else on Thomas Bryant? I know they said January, but I mean, does, did they say how soon in January that would be or anything? I haven't heard anything other than that. Because he, he hasn't even started practicing yet, right? Nope. It's probably going to be late January then. Right. Okay, well... Well, I hope Rui's back by then. Shit, if he's not back by then, you may as well try and trade his ass for something then. And I'm dead ass serious. Like, I, I, I don't see the point if, like, eventually something has to give because we're not winning right now. Y you have to do something. So, eventually he's going to have to play. So, uh, anything else you got before we go on and get out of here? That's it. All right, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode. We're going to do... Do we? Is the game on Wednesday this week? Is, is there a game? Is that Cleveland game Wednesday? Or is the Miami game? No, Miami game's tomorrow. Miami's tomorrow. And then... Let's see. I'm, I'm assuming Cleveland is Thursday and Chicago is Saturday then. So, so yeah. Cleveland is Thursday. Do you want to do Thursday night then again? Again, I guess this week. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So yeah, we'll do our um, our Twitter space this week on Thursday following with Cabs. And uh, again, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already subscribed to this, make sure you subscribe, rate us five stars, leave us a comment, and we'll see you next time.
Look out.